You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Random Car Guys podcast. Uh, episode three here, down with a little bit of, I guess, drag and photography content today. It's going to be a mix. It's going to be a mix. mix. Yeah, it's uh, definitely different from our first two guests. Very much, yeah. Which is the goal going forward. Um, so, yeah, welcome, Lou, to the podcast. Looking forward to sharing some stories. Um, give me a little, like, clip, a segment of, like, what it is that you do. Elevator pitch, what do you do? Well, uh, first of all, thanks for uh, considering me to have me on. Um, what do I do? Um, what I tell, what's on my business card is that I do uh, marketing and content creation uh, for Farm Trick and Asian. Okay. Yeah. What might be underselling. Yeah. I was like, what do you like to do? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm obviously just coming across you just from seeing your photos, uh, you know, and, and all the photos and all the content that you do. But Heath, you guys have known each other for a long time. Um, do you want to give? lose more of it you know brag about him a little bit yeah, say what well, he actually does yeah I mean I think there's more through association for sure um, I've been involved a little bit around the street outlaw stuff um, and then just through selling you know working for uh, Cox Media of selling those commercials for a bit um, and that's how I got involved on some of the promotion side um, and then so I saw you around the races saw you involved you know from the filming like way back uh, basically at every event at every track event you know you're always there and then corresponding with the social media posts so I think it's been a lot more of a story and I think learning the back end of how you one came into the opportunity and then kind of grew up through it I think is probably one of the most interesting stories of the whole Street Outlaws thing yeah. and the whole back end of it because everybody sees the, the TV from the outside but nobody really understands what everybody goes through and yeah, there's, there's a lot of backstory there with every single person in the show yeah. you know even even people that are in a supportive role like I am for yeah. people that are actually on the show in front of the you know, TV all the time yeah. mm-hmm. so, so grown up here in Oklahoma City uh, I was born in El Paso Texas and I moved uh, here with my parents when I was uh, 14 years old. Uh, I've lived here longer now than I lived in Texas. Um, But um, I moved back and forth to Texas a couple times, but I've been in Texas. uh, I've been uh, in Oklahoma since 2000. No, since 1999. Yeah. Yeah. Did that passion for like cars and photography, was it always there or did the photography come after? Oh, man. Uh, The car thing, you know, my dad was always into cars, you know. uh, I'd sit there and he'd watch like, you know, uh, car auctions on, on TV and he talked about what cars he liked and he talked about his you know 70s Monte Carlo that he wanted and you know blah 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 um, but, list. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, but really when I got more interested when I got interested into into cars was around high school um, and that's just with my buddies doing um, uh what everyone kind of used to do here in Oklahoma is we'd cruise out on Friday down to Moore on 12th Street and then we get in our cars and drive back and forth you know find some stupid you know street race here and there uh, rev our cars and you know try to talk to girls yeah. and then on Saturdays we do the uh, the same thing but here on uh, on 39th Street yeah know, back so. 200 horsepower is a thing hey man <laughs> it's still a thing man it's still a thing so um um yeah, that's kind of where, where that started. And um, I'm, I'm, you know, full disclosure, like I'm not a full on car guy. Like I can't, I'm not a mechanic, right? Like I'm, yeah. I can't tell you, you know, uh, 
I'm good at handing tools like oh you need that like here you go like what are you doing like I can hand you stuff hold the flashlight right so uh, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of cars than I am um, into like how they work Same. you know so I'm, I'm learning as I, I always want to learn but um, yeah it's yeah. an ongoing process. I'm, uh, I'm the same way. Uh, when I first came to the States, I went to SNU, right? So, like, you know, Southern Nazarene, you're like, every Saturday night, you have all these cars outside. For me, like, I'm like, it's fast and furious the yeah. first time. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it kind of is. Right? <laughs> I was lining yeah. up and parking at angles. Everyone's got yeah. their light, neon lights on and stuff. I'm like, what kind of cars are these? And I remember driving down once, that and there was, special. like, a cop in the median just kind of, like, with no lights on, like, driving on the grass. Yeah, like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> uh, so, what was like first car then in high school and like oh uh, my first car was a, a 1985 uh, Ford Mustang GT uh, that was like three colors yeah nice. yeah <laughs> it was like black blue and like primer so but yeah and that, then uh, that was that one, one as soon as possible I, I wrecked that one uh, as soon as possible maybe a little bit on purpose yeah, yeah. and then and then, I, and then I had a like a 96 GT 5 speed another Mustang and then I didn't really modify I just, you know, I did exhaust on it and then just yeah. drove it and had fun with it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, like I didn't get really serious into it. I just like having fun and right. uh, I liked cars and, uh, you know, I like seeing them go fast. And every once in a while I, I tried to go fast. Right. You know, nice. you know 200 horsepower. You know? right. yeah, it only had about 230 yeah. horsepower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it on a good day? Yeah. It sounds good like there was days. quite a huge community back then still. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah it really it. was. You know, in, 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 in a, we can go into this further later, but in a way that's, um, I was into that and then I ended up meeting Asian when I was like a junior or close to being a senior in high school and he was of course in that group yeah. right so then eventually we found each other um cruising 39th and then we'd be like hey we're yeah oh i'm over here by yamaha and we'd pull over and, and hang out and talk and then you know we'd go to our separate friend groups yeah. after that so um, i'm sure you so have some of your best friends from that stuff too yeah well um how it really happened was um we i went to Votech, i went to uh, metro tech okay. uh, to, to learn graphic design uh so i started going there my junior year well by uh, my senior year or late junior year i can't remember anymore um i um I got transferred to a different class that was a little bit better, and that's where he was. And so we met, and uh, we ended up just kind of having the same same sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a uh, <laughs> he was like uh, talking. He was writing the song like a rap song about Hondas at the time, which was hilarious. I wish I could find <laughs> that. <laughs> I was say, has that been out yet? Yeah. Well, I mean, the biggest deal is at this time. There's no TV show. Nobody's thinking about being famous. Oh, not at and, all. I mean, yeah, talking yeah. about very little social media to hold. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I mean, uh, I think MySpace was around. I don't even know. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, um, but yeah, we, we met through that graphic design yeah. uh, class, and then. Um, then we found out we had similar interests and mm-hmm. it just kind of went from there. Yeah. He actually gave me my first job out of high school at a sign shop that he opened um, right after he left um, that, mm-hmm. that school. Yeah, because I knew he had like a marketing background. Mm-hmm. I didn't know quite where from. So it's cool. So that's where, that's where it all kind of came together, I guess, and then led into like the growth of the... The, you know, when a TV show kicked off and all that? Uh, like, when that really started coming together? Well, I mean, that was... Uh, uh, by that time, like he, he had moved away, and then I had moved away, and oh, we so both ended up coming guy. back here. Okay. And then uh, we, we we reconnected again, and then um, um, 
it was literally like, hey, like they want to film a street race. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're gonna bring cameras and yeah. stuff. So um, and then all of a sudden they did it, and then they kept doing it, and then yeah. you know all of a sudden it's 14 seasons later. It's crazy. You know? isn't that? So I've heard, you know, I've heard like how they showed up, like from Dave's perspective, like that mm-hmm. day they showed up, and everybody thought they were like, this is this real? They thought like, they were getting finished, set up. Finished. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I don't know how much yeah. that's been talked about, but like yeah. I don't like what's your take? Like how much do you know about that? It'd be kind of interesting to guess well, the whole story. I, during that time, I was living a little bit of a separate life. Uh, I wasn't fully involved with them, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, Asian's a close friend of mine, so um, he would come by and just kind of unload his stories, and I love listening mm-hmm. to him. You yeah, know, I care sure. about him, so I wanted to. Uh, I was genuinely interested. Yeah. Um, uh, just to know what my my friend was doing with sure. this thing on Discovery Channel, right? right. Uh, so he would come by and just tell me stories of stuff. So uh, I didn't really get involved uh, working with him until about five years ago, and it it was just um, I just started slinging T-shirts. Uh-huh. I wasn't yeah. doing anything else but um, selling yeah. T-shirts at events. Yeah. Uh, so between that time of like you actually starting work five years ago and you know you moving away and kind of living a different life or whatever, mm-hmm. what were you doing? Were you in graphic design? Oh, uh, before before I started working for. I um, I was a graphic designer at a at a sign a local sign shop. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I did that for nine years. Don't miss it. Yeah. Um, well, you still do it. I guess. I'm kind of burned out on it, but if I have to do it, you know, it's something. It's something I can always fall back on and do again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. a trade that I learned, and um, I, I I started graphic design when I was 17, so I'm about to be 35 next month. Um, so I've been doing that for a long time too. Yeah. So it's nice to have certain things that you can just fall back on. Gotcha. Yeah. All the experiences, you know, stuff that you built off of. Yeah. What's your day? Yeah. So you start slinging t-shirts. Yeah. And then who puts a camera in your hand? <laughs> Asian. He's always been pushing me. Yeah. Uh, uh, without me knowing to uh, improve and add value to my life. Yeah. You know. He's positive. He's good. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. He, he is man. Uh, in many ways, he's had mentors and, and friends yeah. like uh, like farm truck and stuff. And he's been. Um, Mine. He's. he's yeah. I, I call him my older brother. You know. Yeah. That, that's kind of what he's become to me. You know. Um, he's like family. Um, but uh, we were talking about uh, American uh, Outlaws Live yeah. um, a little before we started yeah, this. Uh, yeah. And so that was, I think, like summer 2016. It was. Yeah. It was like uh, so around that time, I was still just uh, helping them. Um, uh, I was helping them sling t-shirts and then I had taken on I, I started helping them on social media gotcha. so just simple stuff like uh, replying to comments or finding some pictures to schedule and, and post right mm-hmm. uh, so then uh, that event um, they were there already and then he calls me and he's like hey bro I've got uh, a green camera bag with my with my camera in it can you go to my house and grab it and bring it with you I'm like okay I don't I'm not sure. thinking anything yeah. right yeah. so I, I go to his house I grab it I drive up really? there and then uh, so uh, uh, so okay so I'll tell you that uh, after I tell you this so I get there um and he tells me that I'm going to be taking photos. And I'm like, dude, I have, it, it was a DSLR. <laughs> it was a Canon 70D. It's yeah. like, totally set you up. Yeah. He wants you to shoot I thought you were like a pro because I remember rolling around with the producers, like yeah. finding some of the races and setting some of the stuff up. And you were there and I just assumed you were just part of the crew. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I, 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 the pod, right? I, yeah, absolutely. You, you looked the part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, you got to walk around like you own the place. You yeah. absolutely did. Yeah. <laughs> this is all like a news. It's funny being around it. Uh, and, and like, I never had that perception. That was all new. Mm-hmm. Like you just talking about that was just, like that's how you came through it. I assumed you were. I mean, that's I assumed that, that yeah. sort of two years that, before. That was four years it. this year. Wow! Right, yeah. four years this year. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, so before before that, uh, I think what helped me. Um, 
I don't know, get good or get confident or get whatever you want to call it was that my experience in graphic design because in graphic design, it's almost the same as finding a um, balance in a photo. Uh, To me, um, a a photo is all balance. It's all finding um, something that strikes your eye and then leading the eye to different parts of the photograph, right? It all has to, all all that matters, right? Right. Uh, Graphic design, the same thing. Um, You have to find balance in the logo, in in a page layout. Everything has to kind of just feel right. So now it's almost like this, like this weird eye for something that you develop uh, and that when you look at it you're like this just feels off right and then you start messing with it until it feels right so photography it's kind of the same thing and then plus I was also very well versed in Photoshop so okay. that's a skill we that yeah yeah, yeah that so is, I have to find somebody that has, needs, or has Photoshop skills it's like every day between yeah. clients or something yeah. I need man that's something I wish I hadn't skipped man it's, it's helped so much uh, on the back end of stuff like just uh, uh, somebody even put a pirate copy on my computer and I still didn't learn yeah. All it takes is your time. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, being well versed in, in in Photoshop helped me learn um, uh, everything associated with editing a photo. Yeah. Um, so, so I was already swapping. Day, so you get the race. On, you get to the race on that first day. Yeah. Um, so then, just uh, turn it on and go for it. Yeah. He he hands them to me. Oh, he, he doesn't even tell me how to use it. Right. Right. He's he's got to go do his thing. Yeah. And I'm like, so I don't sell T-shirts. He's like, nope. You're taking photos. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so uh, he uh, I just walked oh, around the pits. Um, I had no idea what I was doing, bro. Like I. It was alien technology. Yeah. Me and you were in the right. same boat there. Yeah. We were, we were exactly <laughs> yeah. The same. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, man. But you learn because yeah, he put me in a situation where he I had to learn and maybe he already saw the potential that I didn't see in myself yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. What, yeah. uh, he does that a lot. He's got a lot of uh, uh, forethought in things. So he sits there and, and thinks about a lot before he acts on it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, man, I probably took about 1,500, 1,600 photos. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe about 800 of them were complete dark and underexposed and the other ones maybe another three or four hundred were you know uh, way too bright but the, the small 200 photos that I had um, he's like yeah like those are good yeah. right uh, and then after that um I kind of ha- I took a dual role of uh, helping them still with the events and grabbing media now right. uh, and and then a little bit I don't know, maybe about a month or so after American Outlaws Live, um, he's like, uh, he's like, well, why don't you make an Instagram page? And I'm like, I don't know, man. And he's like, and then I made one. And he's like, well, why don't you start uh, watermarking uh, your photos? Uh, and I'm like, I mean, I, I felt like I didn't deserve to watermark a photo, you know? Um, yeah, like, I'm like, no, this is all crap. Like, I don't like any of this. Um, he's like, oh, it's good, and, and, and you're going to keep doing it. It so. was good. It was actually pretty good, right? You yeah. have no choice. You're yeah. Gonna keep doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, that's pretty much. Again, that's wild. You're talking about like water. The first time, so I'm seeing these photos, and I remember when the account hit, and I was like, oh, he's finally just stepping out and doing something different. Again, I had no idea that it just started. I thought you yeah. were well into that. Yeah. Uh, so this is like, yeah, well, I think the, I think the Photoshop part right. is what helped. For sure, right? Yeah, because yeah. That, all I had to do after that was figure out how to use the camera. Right, that's easy. Yeah, you know, and you can even make up for yeah. some of the stuff you didn't know up front of actually capturing the image on the back end. So yeah, uh-huh. that's, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. so when you gives you the camera, you're just like shooting people, shooting everything from the, the cars going off. Uh, well, at, fast, and all shooting. People yeah, at well. that specific event, it was just uh, getting pictures of, of, of us doing sure. stuff, right? Yeah. So for content for Facebook and Twitter and yeah. you know Instagram and everything, uh, and then. 
then I walked around the pits and grabbed pictures of the, of, um, the cars there. Like, you know, Boosted was there. Daddy, you know, Daddy Day was, was there. Good. It was you know, Doc was there. Yeah, so I got that. And then whenever we finally, that race, I think Farm Truck, if I remember correctly, raced a um, a monster truck yep. in, in his, in his um, motorized chair. Okay. Uh, and then uh, and he beat it. I don't know. He was racing no, racing NASCAR. Uh, and uh, then, yeah, NASCAR on yeah, the track, he raced, raced a monster truck in the field. Not in the field, and then raced a Lambo on the track. Yeah, with, with the truck. Thing. With the truck. Yeah, and then so I went to the to the track and got photos of of the cars, you know, making passes and all that yeah. stuff. But that was my first my first time holding a camera was that at that event taking photos for Farm Truck in Asia. It's just blown I, I love yeah. that. It's it's like like people can go people can go to the Instagram page four hundred five underscore photo and just check out you know where you're at now. Yeah, I'm sure they can scroll all the way back and see those photos. Oh yeah, I cringe a little bit. Yeah, that's why I don't listen to previous podcasts. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, and now you're where you're at now, right? And you yeah. have all this YouTube stuff going on, all the video stuff mm-hmm. you guys are doing, and just more and more content capturing mm-hmm. and just like assume this role, right? Mm-hmm. That you had no idea about, and Agents was like, you're going to do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, you've been around, what would you say, 14 seasons? But uh, you, you have been around 14 seasons. No, but, like, there's been but the show seasons. has, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So you've seen, you know, a lot of it since mm-hmm. you've been doing it. And it's like, now you have this whole operation uh, as yeah. well as shooting for them like you're all doing it's not just the drag stuff that you do right and the mm-hmm. content you produce like you know so uh, yeah every, everything that I've, I've taken on is okay so I started taking photos well then I had to start learning how to write captions right I had yeah. to, so I had to start learning how to how to write something right? I'm not copy, a writer yeah. you know write copy I have no idea you know and then it was uh, how to manage uh, social media pages well, we have probably um like 12 social media pages just on Facebook. You know, not everyone knows about all of them. Really? Right, and then we have uh, the FNA Twitter account, my Twitter account, uh, then we have the three Instagram pages, uh, we got two TikToks, and then we got Snapchat. So I, and I manage And people who, people who don't understand social media don't realize that like, one of those is a full-time job. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> to give some context to it, it's and, I th- and it's really interesting because you get back up to the point where I think a lot of people could relate to uh, people that'll do it as their hobby will come into mm-hmm. it. And at what point do you turn around and have to put all your effort into it to actually turn it into a business? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you can't pay people to do all these other things. You have to learn mm-hmm. all these disciplines, and then you turn around. And it's like you are now a full-fledged marketing agency. Like to give full context, people that don't understand that, like yeah. what you handled just ten years ago, would have been something that. There's no way that one person could have all those skills. Yeah, right? technology's really helped someone, an individual, be able to take on yeah. multiple roles and, and be able to do. Yeah, there's no way like I could do what I'm doing. Yeah. Or even attempt to do what I'm doing. If, yeah. You know, and I'm using a fraction. You know, and doing like a fraction of what yeah. you are. But yeah, no, it's it's. I think about that and I sit back and reflect. If man, we gripe and we bitch about how busy we are, but it's amazing that we have the opportunity to be busy with the things that we can be busy with now because yeah, yeah. the access to what we have and, yeah. and you taking that to just eleven. Um, well, I mean, it's all been. Uh, it's it's all from them, right? It stems yeah. from them. Um, I do very little work uh, on my, for myself. You know, I take on an, a, a job here and there, uh, but I've got I've got kids. You know, they're um, they're twelve and fourteen. So if I have time off, I'm going to spend time with right. them. You know, so uh, but if. Um, like you just mentioned about uh, going to get a car this weekend when an opportunity like like that comes up where we're constantly trying to f- find new things to do then we take it you yeah. know um, regardless of what it means but right because um, the story that's going to come from that exactly. is going to be an awesome s- series of YouTube videos yeah. that's 
happy to have it documented but yeah. also just to have that experience of going down there yeah. and the truck breaking down yes, and all exactly. the stuff I saw on exactly. social media it's yeah. funny seeing my social media too like all the friends that are like hey anybody in New Mexico can help out yeah. you know it's like nobody's saying who it is but yeah. I just all of a sudden I've seen all these people responding yeah. <laughs> because car community it's like you got a lot of friends in New Mexico yes exactly right. so I had a bunch of buddies and I was like oh, I knew he'd help yeah <laughs> but Asian actually we're talking about that on the way over there um, how we don't have we, we, we try to not have like boring stories yeah. and that uh, the only way you get cool stories to tell is to go through a little bit of struggle oh you have to yeah. Yeah. you know yeah, like, like yeah the truck breaking down in the middle of New Mexico was a struggle yeah. but man like now it's something cool that I can tell my kids 20 years from now in yeah, the business know. aspect it's content oh totally everything's content so yeah it's definitely content yeah um, if you how, take advantage of it how many like collective followers do you have over just to give some people context of like over all the pages rough number oh man fuck it's a I'm, lot I, I, I'm not good at math so uh, I'm gonna say anywhere from conservatively like 5.5 million to like 7 yeah yeah <laughs> it's insane yeah which our main it's our main uh, page is is the phone trick like, of course yeah 8.6 yeah on yeah. Facebook yes no in collective collective okay yeah yeah because yeah. uh, the main Facebook page is um, uh, like 2.7 yeah yeah that's crazy and growing that. yeah. yeah yeah well like and Heath was saying you guys do a much better job compared to everyone else that's on the show like oh. you guys by far do more content and do more you guys have capitalized on the opportunities yes you're taking yeah, full advantage of it yeah. and it's cool to see from like a fan perspective right because I'm sure other fans would love to other fans of other drivers other cars would love to see more inside stuff yeah but there's not someone like you on their team doing as much work or whatever it is yeah. collectively you know what I'm saying yeah it's I not, mean everybody does what see. they can yeah. you know uh, and it's tough for some guys uh, that uh, they're race car drivers yeah. right you know yeah. and uh, and uh, we're very fortunate that uh, Asian and I are very similar in everything I do now Asian did gotcha. before me right so he was the one taking photos taking video uh, uh, figuring out the business side of it uh -huh. right uh, so uh, Farm Truck and Asian as a team worked very well together um, and so I've just taken on uh, the role of what he did, uh, and then expanded on it because okay. uh, we have similar we have similar skills um, with the, our graphic design background. Yeah. So, so let's talk more about the car stuff because being a car fan, you're, you're you're exactly the same as me, right? We're car fans. I don't know how I can change a tire, and that's about it. <laughs> like I'm useless with yeah. that stuff, right? But I just watch every so about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can change yeah. more than a tire, uh, a little bit more. Uh, but you know, so what was it like for you as a car guy being around all these amazing you know cars and and the show and just mm. like I I am on basically America's version of you know top key or whatever it is yeah man i don't know it's hard because to, to america's version of top key is horrific yeah it is. but like the actual like great just to give you some context like i'm saying like our top gear back home is amazing and mm -hmm. you're on a show that's at that level yeah. out here yeah, yeah understood so um was it just mad to be in that scene and like grab moments it, it's hard to it's hard to realize what you're doing and the significance Especially of it. Moment. Yeah. You know, um, I try to reflect on it afterwards, yeah. but we do so much that sometimes uh, the memories become very fuzzy, you know, but I, I've learned to sit there and um, uh, be very grateful for everything that I get to do, you know, regardless of the level that it's uh, perceived as. Um, I just like being busy. I like yeah. doing the work and I like being able to create every day. Right. You know, um, 
So yeah, I guess you can you can kind of scroll back down your Instagram feed and have those rem- rem- remember those moments. And, yeah, because I remember Heath was saying like on set, like it's a very limited number of people that can actually be on set, mm-hmm. right? You don't have like crowds of the locals hanging no, out. No, no, like, yeah. it's very yeah, very, it's a like, close set. Invite only. You've got to be yeah. there and and just to have you know those stories and be you know you guys are creating something really cool mm-hmm. and then to see it on TV like well this moment has changed or just different things how yeah. they edit it and all that kind of yeah. stuff but um, is there any moments that like really stand out for you? Man I remember my first my first race night that I went to uh, and this was already when they were um uh, filming at, at the current street that they're filming on right That's now, uh, and I think the first pass I saw uh, was Murder Nova, mm-hmm. and I can't even remember who he was racing because I was just blown away by Murder Nova. Yeah. Uh, so this was maybe four years ago, right? Um, and it, I don't remember a lot of details, but I remember this one moment very specific, uh, very vividly. Um, these cars are fast, right? Uh, but no one really knows how fast they are, yeah. right? Until they see them in person, no one yeah. really knows how fast they are. The launches when you're standing up there is on the street. Body, man. Well, yeah. So give people context. How fast are these things going down six, like down the drag strip quarter mile? Well, how, no, well it's not quarter mile. It's even in the eighth. Yeah, they're, they're four and so four second cars yeah. Yeah. in the eighth. Yeah. On the street. On yeah. the street. Yeah. And they're running just over fours on the street. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 ridiculous how fast they are. So I show up and uh, I think I have an idea, just like everyone else. And then I see Murrow launch, and then it's a street. So sometimes you got to pedal it. You know, you got to get in and out of the gas, <laughs> you right? You see from behind. You're just like, how, what is that? Oh, yeah. It looked like the car was just doing the this entire time. Yeah. the whole time, but then running uh, under four twenty in the eighth, running, right? running away from whoever the race. Yeah, yeah, it's I, a, yeah. I was blown away. I, I was like holy shit this is what yeah. they do yeah okay and then after that you know it's just you start uh, you start respecting seeing it. respecting yeah. everyone and, and, and all the hard work that all the teams have to do to get the cars to be able to and do that when you start reading the comments you're just whoa the disconnect of what reality is and how hard this stuff is oh. and the perception well that's why I asked yeah. Pete oh, I remember we were we were up at the shop and Dave's car was there and I was oh, like yeah. could you get in and drive this and he's like first of all no and first of all I wouldn't want to yeah, <laughs> it's oh, yeah. I would kill myself <laughs> like he's just yeah. Yeah. Explain like there's you know all, you know you, like I said you're making corrections. Mm-hmm. It's like theoretically ridiculous speed, you know, yeah. slowing yeah. everything down mm-hmm. and like you know the, 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 the reactions experience. that those drivers have. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable how yeah. skilled they are. Yeah, and the, the and the balls that they have, mm-hmm. right? Like is, like when I saw a murderer make that pass, he was just going insanely fast and then he didn't care this car was a little sideways he just cared about beating the guy that was next to him and just getting in it and then out of it until he won you know it's like by the time you see what's happening behind he's already made the correction and he already knows where it's going and that's the delay of where it's like he's already got it handled you know it's nuts isn't it yeah it's a it's super impressive i wish everybody could go you know it's amazing i mean people kind of get a a little bit of a taste if they go to like a no prep kings race yeah right Uh, a little bit it's it's pretty similar you know uh the difference is that is that the the the, it's not a street so the track's a little bit better prepped even though it's not prepped you know they call it a no prep um it's the closest thing you can get yeah so uh yeah people kind of get an idea how fast i bet those cars go faster there than they do on the street yeah for sure and i I think it's a reference to seeing the curves Mm -hmm. you know on the street where they're Mm -hmm. doing that it's like those curves are real close and they do touch them all yeah 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 so we're going over them but yeah no it's a neat thing no, go ahead uh, as far as like I think 
you know, we could go back and, I, and we're just going to sound like one of those motivational videos. We start talking about, okay, hey, that moment that you turned it into something great mm-hmm. and, and that you've had the whole story. And I think, I think everybody kind of gets like, uh, you know, what a big move all that was. But I'm really curious of how you guys are positioning thinking about the future, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, I'm in like a kind of a sales marketing, you know, position for my daily job. And so I'm always having to keep up with trends and I'm helping a lot of different fast, like types of business and different categories of business, you know, think of how to market in the future. And mm-hmm. it's, it's an interesting thing and it's almost different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always really intrigued to kind of know, you know, I know there's, you can't really talk about specific projects, but um, when you mentioned you're looking forward, you guys are doing TikTok and you're on a lot yeah. of these other social platforms, you know, what, what is your kind of strategy or game plan? Or if you were to kind of give somebody a little bit of a, Oh, uh, um, a little list of things, maybe a little checklist mm-hmm. of, of things to kind of keep in mind. What would mm-hmm. some of that be just coming from your experience? I, I mean, even just to continue to put content out on what we already do uh, to improve it, uh, it's you just can't post a picture in a caption anymore, right? Mm-hmm. right? So we've uh, learned to, I, I've, like, there's another skill I didn't have at all. I didn't know how to how to take video. I didn't know how to edit video. I didn't know any yeah. of this. So um, we talked about the future and, and we're like, okay, well, we have to start posting more video content. Uh, so that meant having to learn uh, Premiere, you know, and having to, uh, having to start being uh, a video guy more than a camera guy, like a, a photography guy now, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, uh, video is just big for us. So we try to do more video. Like we just put out a, a video, uh, Burnouts for Wyatt, right? Yeah. The whole drag racing community came together for for this kid. And uh, we didn't just want to repost uh, a burnout video and then write, write the hashtag underneath it, right? right. Um, um, so this is how, how we've learned to work together is mm-hmm. – um, we all came in and then everyone had their ideas of how to do it uh and we all produced each other and then um and then we made a video yeah right and they got a million views on facebook yeah right that's so, amazing yeah so it's it's it's, it's stuff Combined like that it's, for a good cause yeah yeah good. yeah so uh yeah definitely right now is is uh is video learn, learn how to um how to how to edit video mm-hmm. um and how to shoot video and, and start just uh watching the trends and, and learn from them and, and not necessarily like copy them, but, yeah. um, they're trends trending for a reason. Yeah. So yeah. Pay, you got to pay attention to that. Yeah. I, I, I firmly believe it's, um, got a little smarter than me, um, said something I've always kind of gone back to that all the information you need is kind of on the internet. It's up to what, what you're going to do with it. If you're going to go seek it and then apply it mm-hmm. and, and all that. So, you know, a lot of it is you look back and there are people that are doing it right. Mm-hmm. And it's just those few people that are actually going to go study that and then go and apply it themselves. And mm-hmm. the people, the amount of people that actually put in the work is pretty small. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are always looking for a magic bullet and it's like, no, it's like just do work. It's, it's hard work. really hard. Yeah, it, it's hard that. work. Yeah, it's all the work, you know. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another little thing we do is I, I, I watch a lot of, um, not a lot, but uh, one of the guys that I, that I watch and, and listen to uh, that kind of knows what he's talking about is, is Gary Vee, right? So oh. Oh, yeah. uh, Asian are, are fans. Uh, um, sure, he's he's maybe not right about everything, but we we read between the lines and we find what yeah. works for us. And man, we 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 put out you know, um, we try to put out at least like eight pieces of content you know a day for for a, a lot of things. Well, and also and, like break his yeah. like recent deck that he emailed out right, it's mm-hmm. like two hundred thirty pages of hey, if you do one video like from the podcast case, right from, yeah, from this yeah. podcast, I can get eighteen pieces of content. Yeah, I know that I can get eighteen from every single one I do. Yeah. and it's just funneling that down into making it more efficient mm-hmm. and like. 
you know you have all these pages like you need to share this content somewhere yes right and it makes it e- yeah. makes it easier on you to do that yes yeah sure. exactly right yeah, yeah that's exactly right it's uh it, it i mean for me like I, i've never grown up around drag racing right like mm-hmm. it's never on i mean when i'd see it on tv it was on like ESPN 40 something like no one's okay. watching it you know like mm. it's on early hours of the morning and it's uh, there's a couple of raceways in the UK and it's like the proper like drag racing car like professional stuff mm. right not the street nuts stuff that you're involved in and when I saw it I'm like this is this, is, this is ridiculous like mm. yeah. hang on a second and I was totally in the way that like most people you know just no context on it I'm like okay these are street cars but they definitely don't look like street cars yeah. right and then you know you you when you, know, you go from that to being like around the shop and seeing the stuff that you know Dave's driving and you guys are working on and like this is just it's a riot mm. in there. Yeah, what is it like? Yeah, go no, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, what's it like? Um, you know, you talk about farm truck and Asian and being around them. They are a really interesting mm-hmm. combo, right? Because yeah. farm truck's an interesting personality, like mm-hmm. for sure. And I think Asian's like that perfect complement to it. Mm-hmm. And especially you see like the stresses of filming. You know, seeing the guys having to run around and they're always having to be in character and they're coming in and out of it. I mean, that's yeah. like that's a trip. Um, but what's it like kind of being around them in general? I'm sure that's interesting on the back end because they see what's on the show, mm-hmm. which is, I mean. People I don't think know there is a lot of real stuff, right? And there's a little bit of you know fabrication and kind of building up for the show. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, this is what we're doing. Uh, there's more suggestions, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, we're all gonna uh, race in this backwards driving car. Yeah. Right? So it's like that, right? And then they let the reality <laughs> yeah. happen. But it all play out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but I, I've always found like you know Asian being a goofy guy on TV, he's like the complete opposite. Like he would completely catch you off guard. He caught me off guard at mm-hmm. first when I really got to know him, and he's always like giving me some kind of value in every yeah. conversation every time I've ever met him yeah. and it's funny you say that American Outlaws Live was a big event mm-hmm. that was a really odd scenario how I ended up involved in that and and basically just hustled for the opportunity but we were in that RV where I was kind of basing out of and he just asked me he just kind of went into this conversation so what are you what, what's going on what are you about mm-hmm. and it was like 30-40 minutes yeah. he was talking about dreams and goals I walked out yeah. there just being like what? just like I want to run through a wall it's not Let's what go. I thought <laughs> yeah and yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. take I've seen him I mentioned it to him a couple times since I've seen him yeah. around you know since all this other stuff has started I've seen him at some of the uh, filmings and all that, but yeah, I was. One, I wanted to tell him. I was like, man, that was you always like brought a lot of value to that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think it's cool being around somebody like that. But yeah, I just yeah. don't think anybody from the outside or people that are watching the show, especially, have any idea really like what the guy's about. Yeah. And even Farm Truck, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both pretty cerebral guys. Like, they're very thoughtful guys. Yeah, and man, very yeah. intelligent. Yeah. Like, Farm Truck was a pretty successful, like, small business owner. You know, yeah, they both yeah, were. Yeah. They actually both, yeah. So, um, there's just so much more than what they're, yeah. what the TV show characters let on. I mean, but. you see them on TV, and that's like, that is their personality. Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, when you see them joking around, it's exactly like that. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's uh, uh, they get put in a more extreme situation, so their personalities come out even more uh-huh. in those situations. But they also learned who they are, or the perception of who they are uh, yeah. to the the audience, and so they. Um, they know what to turn on and off in their personality in those scenarios, right? Yeah. Uh, a, um, like Farm Truck, um, he's an amazing uh, trim carpenter, right? He spent yeah. uh, he spent a decade in his life, you know, going around the country uh, building the House of Blues, you know, um, and then. Uh, um, he, he's always he's also been a, a mentor in, in a sense where uh, he will outwork everyone yeah. 
no matter what, right? Uh, if it's the end of the day and there's we need to pick up a box and no one wants to do it and Farm Trunk's the most tired, he's going to tell everyone to yeah. fuck off because he's gonna, you know, the one that's going to do it. Yeah. Farm Trunk's the man in this shop, right? He's he's our leader, you know? So uh, he, he's taught me uh, that there's no excuses and that all the only thing that matters is doing the work. Right. So if you do that and then you're honest about it and, and that's all that matters. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's one thing that the cameras don't see you know is so do you, uh, is there a market for that because I know exactly what you're talking about is there a market for putting some of that out there am I putting some of that side out there uh, I mean I think that's where social media comes uh, into play is um, you can you can expand on who you are from uh, the perception that is uh, of yourself on TV sure. right uh, so uh, yeah so by, by making uh, short clip videos of us around the shop or going on a trip or even just posting pictures and, and doing uh, IG stories or anything like yeah, that yeah you right? do look like real humans so, and all that yeah yeah you know so that, that expands on, on everyone's personality you know from what they know yeah so. what's some of the most recent or I guess trips in general that you've taken mm-hmm. that if there's like a trip every year that you guys get to take that you really look forward to or is it just one that really stands out um i mean one that was life-changing for me was uh going to summer nats in australia um that one do you ship the car out there as well uh so the story behind that was they went to summer nats before that uh uh to be there and make an appearance uh and then they they, they're like if we come back we want to compete yeah so um the idea was to uh, find a truck, uh, another another farm truck, mm-hmm. but this was going to be a, a short bed, so it could spin around uh, in the, on the skid pad a little easier. Um, and uh, just so people that don't know, uh, uh, you go to Australia for summer nights and you do it's a burnout competition. Uh, down there they call them skids. Yeah. And they call yeah, it, uh, burnout skids. Yeah. Yeah. South Africa, it's like spinning or something. Spinning South is Africa, in South yeah. Africa. It's yeah. a little bit of a different style uh, yeah. down there, but. Um, it's the, the art of burnouts. Yeah, right? That's and, it's, and it's in, in America. Not a lot of people understand it, but it's exhilarating. You know, it's yeah. extremely fun, um, and it's complete chaos, right? So there's fire coming out, and you know, it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. But running uh, into the walls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like coming back to that um, uh, that trip, we um, we shipped the truck, uh, and then they went down there for uh, they went down there three weeks before the event started and they were going to finish uh, putting the truck together with um, the Canberra Institute of Technology um, who helped build the truck. Uh, well, really, they, they built the truck while before yeah. the guys got there then they all kind of finished putting it together. Um, it's for good episodes. Remember that? It's kind of get down to the wire and yeah, yeah, and, stuff going um, on. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, everything was down to the wire. So um, I had no idea that I was going to go. Um, and I think two weeks before, uh, they couldn't get a hold. Um, the production company um, for Discovery Channel couldn't get a producer to go down there and yeah. and produce the the film crew that they had hired for yeah. them. Um, so I was setting up a live feed um, with Adrian, who who's. Uh, um, are Australian as we call them yeah. uh, and he was uh, wanted to do a live feed so the guys could talk from Nation could talk to the, the teachers and students of CIT right yeah. uh, uh, the Camera Institute of Technology and um, when we were done with that we were talking about it and how uh, they were struggling to find somebody and they really wanted to film this and they're ready to go and then he just like looks up at me and he's like 
why don't you do it? <laughs> and I was like, bro, yeah. I have never done this. Throwing I have no idea. Again. Yeah, I'm finding a pattern in my life. You yeah. know, at all, after talking about it. He's got an earpiece in the cold. You're going to be driving yeah. the car soon. He's oh, just going to say, hey, you're yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you I don't know about that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so essentially I was like, oh, dude, I, um, I, I got I to gotta figure some shit out before I say yes to yeah. this, you know. Um, and uh, I, I made some significant moves in my life to, to be able to go. And within a two weeks notice, I was, I was um, a New Year's Day, I was on a, on a plane down to Australia to be a producer for Discovery Channel. That's you know, so, so cool. then like one of the craziest events. You got 17 yeah. hours on the plane to figure out what you're going to do when you land. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. And it was literally get there, go to the school, uh, and then start working. Yeah. You know? So we can add producer to your title? Yeah, it's on there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's on there. So. Yeah. yeah, it's on there. It was the show. Um, so we, we did the whole thing. We, we, we uh, recorded the build. We um, uh, we followed them around summer nets. You know, I had uh, two camera guys, an uh, audio guy, uh, and, and uh, my GoPro guy that was running around changing batteries and helping everyone out. Um, and then we had a... Um, they had a really thick accent. I was I, oh, yeah. my first time there, so I was having a little bit of trouble understanding them. Terms, all kinds yeah, of stuff. Completely yeah, completely different dialects. And then yeah, the slang, especially you know. Yeah. So yeah. after we all um, figured each other out and we learned each other's uh, lane and 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 we learned to stay in our lanes, uh, uh, we started making TV. You yeah. know, and so uh, yeah, we did the show and uh, came back. It was life changing experience. Uh, then about a year later, the show aired finally. Yeah. The best case scenario that we wanted. We don't. We never know what's going to make. Right. Uh, what right? Yeah. Uh, it's recognizable Which is crazy, though. Yeah. Isn't it? Like you do all it this is. hard work, and you're like, oh, that that made it. Well, yeah, so, yeah. And it comes out six months or a year later. Like, yeah, and you make a YouTube video, and it's yeah. like out in two months. Oh, immediately. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, but it came out a year later, and we, we actually had, had a whole episode to ourselves. Uh, it was yeah. just farm trip and Asians, uh, and then doing summer nats. Yeah, you know. So that was that was the best. You can add that to the list of things that I would have not known that you did your first time, right? So I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. That's the entire. Pretty cool, man. That's yeah. uh, uh, you're. I'm glad you're putting some of this out there. I think you should probably brag a little bit more. I think oh, man, I, a lot of time behind it. Yeah. But I knew there was more to it, so that's why this was such an interesting, yeah, you know, uh, interview yeah. for sure. So um, I think for this, just been pretty eye-opening. My uh, expectations have kind of blown wide open. I think of what I even knew about. So is there anything else that we don't even know that you do or you think is interesting about? Oh, <laughs> to share because that's kind of covered a lot more. Than yeah, than yeah. Uh, man, I, 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 it's hard for me to brag about myself. So if you guys keep asking questions, I'll keep asking. <laughs> I mean the the Aussie car culture is crazy. I love it. Yeah, you know, the, the, the people the we Ford, met down the there. Holden thing they yeah. have, like the Bathurst race that yeah. they have, um, you know, and the, there's. Uh, very uh, have you down seen there. Eric Banner yeah. the documentary about? Mm-hmm. Did you see that documentary? Yep. I can't remember what it was called. Do you know about this? Mm-hmm. He built like a Mustang, didn't he? And then he. No, it's like a Falcon. He did this to the Falcon. Yeah. He did this entire documentary about the Falcon and all this stuff and this crazy race, the Tasmania race. Or something yeah, I'm like trying that. to think of the rally. And then he's like first corner, he like bins it straight into a tree <laughs> he's like yeah. crying yeah. Um, Eric Banner <laughs> the guy his big life journey acting, yeah. yeah he like yeah. you know gets done with the Hulk I think it was around that yeah, time yeah the yeah. Hulk and um, he was in Black Hawk Down as, for a little bit as well yeah. and some stuff that's a really cool documentary um, yeah. it's got like yeah. a really classic interview from Jeremy Clarkson I think yeah, that's everybody remembers some, the most there's yeah. some crazy stuff in there uh, is there any other countries you've been to that, that just like I mean blew you away or events yeah, that you want travels. to go to um 
I mean, the, they just went down there for uh, they went to South Africa, yeah. you know, to, to do that. Uh, I can't remember the gas gas motor show and stuff. Yeah. So, like, uh, and down there they have uh, a culture uh, of burnouts, also, yeah. right? And, and it's they call it spinning, and uh, so that's really interesting to see. Um, but um, no, I really um, I grew up next. Uh, on the border town to Mexico. So the only other countries I visited is, is yeah. Mexico and then now Australia. So, um, but we were just talking about going over the, um, uh, across the pond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do that. You know, uh, that. that'd be a really cool event, uh, to go do. I remember the name of that. The Goodwood, Goodwood Festival. Goodwood Festival. Speed. Yeah. Festival yeah. Speed. We're going to figure out how to get this thing. Over yeah. There. We're trying to raise the level of this so that we can, you know, write, yeah, write off a trip to, to go, uh, yeah. to go <laughs> have fun and record episodes in Goodwood. But, yeah. but that from everyone that I talked to is, is like one of those bucket List well, they yeah. did, they also do a great job of like live streaming the entire thing. Yeah. So like you're on YouTube and it's 24 hour live stream of Crazy. everything and they like roll it and obviously they have like uh, Sunday is the big day where they have like the official race up the hill, mm-hmm. right? So you have literally every car that wants to go up it from you know pre-war whatever it is that goes up the hill to you know the electric Volkswagen that went up I think one won it this year set yep. the record okay um, the, some, yeah um, but like uh, one of the one of the crazy that Ken Block goes there all the time they've had uh, Mad Mike built a Lamborghini Huracan mm-hmm. to drift up there drift last year wow. yeah. that's a really cool they, documentary on Red Bull as well yeah they kind of have classes that. you know um, and they'll kind of do that throughout the yeah, day but they also do a lot of like um, car reveals and I think mm-hmm. Di Tommaso revealed their new car and all these crazy like I think a lot of ones you don't see yeah, on the move right and it was kind of um, like them. the 70th, 70th anniversary of like Ferrari and, and yeah. Porsche was like the theme of one mm-hmm. of them Driving Formula 1 cars it's amazing you've got to go that's awesome um, yeah. I'm a big rally fan so okay. uh, Petter Solvo went up and then his mm-hmm. son Oliver followed yeah, him up and year. Oliver was like he's 17 years old and he's like sideways in this Citroen rally car like gunning yeah. yeah if you see any of the clips on YouTube it's like there's just hay bales in this really sketchy golf cart track it's not even Really yeah, right. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's about the width of a, of a, I think, a good golf cart track. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a riot. And then, well, then they also have the revival too, which is like everyone dresses up in twenties to fifties clothing, and mm. they race old two fifty GTOs mm-hmm. and all these classic multi million dollar cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely got to go to that also. Yeah. Uh, and well, I was I recently went home and went to Caffeine and Machine okay. as well, which is like a kind of mecca house for cars in the middle of all that mm-hmm. stuff that's going on that's not too far off that's I mean, not no, too far I think where we're at right from here from what you guys yeah, do yeah we're pretty close yeah. to what that is um, that's another thing you guys should definitely check out it'd be really yeah. cool to, I mean even just like you know, stuff from here like I would love to go out west and check out like the Hoonigans what they're doing out oh, there right yeah. they, they, they got the, the uh, Brian they're, they're doing, and all, all those guys yeah so they're yeah. doing they're doing burnouts over there now yeah. you know uh, Cletus and Cars that's uh, February 15th down in Houston you know I might go down and check that out because he's mm-hmm. he's kind of changing stuff around here I and remember, bringing burnout culture to the America Cletus I remember back in, yeah. Okay. yeah I remember in 2013 or 14 he was sitting around on a scooter talking about starting a YouTube channel yeah and now he has what 1.7 million yeah crazy and he's just this guy who just loves cars. yeah he was just a lawsuit yeah, just lawsuit yeah. just hanging out just yeah. helping out well that's 27. the thing like this guy is like extremely intelligent right and you watch well, his videos and you think there's no way this guy has I mean, a brain yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's a really similar thing to how Asian they just pushed him it was like hey man you're pretty talented you're really funny you should mm-hmm. you know, step out and do your own thing mm-hmm. and yeah he did it yeah. yeah he did it man he's doing it right still he's still figuring stuff out and he's making all the right moves he has to learn a lot yeah. I think doing some of the 1320 yeah. stuff and yeah. he really picked up I think a lot of mm-hmm. experience doing yeah, that yeah cause he, he was I, th- I don't know his history exactly but I think he was the face 
of them on social media. Yeah, and, he did. and, and, and manage their accounts. What, so, when he picked yeah. that up and started doing it, yeah, he picked yeah. it up and started taking yeah. over on that. Yeah. I follow a lot of uh, Adam LZ as well. Do you follow mm-hmm. his stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a kind of in Florida areas. Okay, a lot more of like the JDM stuff, drift stuff that okay. he does. He's got quite a big following. Um, and then I watch YouTube car guys religiously. Yeah. On a uh, big fan of the Team Galax Snow Tour right now. Have you mm-hmm. seen that stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd love it. So, <laughs> he's probably way too busy to take uh, it all. Yeah, no, man, uh, uh, I'm yeah, just there, send there you is a lot, but please send me everything. So, yeah, yeah. so, so <laughs> everyone listening, basically, there's um, this, these guys, they call themselves Team Galag, G A L A G, and it's just a bunch of YouTube guys, car guys from the UK, but a few from all around the world. Some people have a ridiculous amount of money, mm-hmm. and they take a snow tour. So they start like in Iceland and just drive to the Arctic Circle. The cars that were on it recently, uh, I think it finishes today or tomorrow. Someone's converted a GT3 RS into a rally GT3 RS. Uh, there was a Pista on it. There is, you <laughs> know, like, all, yeah, crazy stuff. And these guys are drifting around snow tracks and ice tracks. And it's just content's outreal, out, unreal, outrageous. Uh, the guy in a Ford GT, like an old, not, mm. you know, like 2004 GT or whatever. I mean, just love in life. And the mm. content, they're all content creators. So the okay. content, Alex Penfold is the photographer from mm. London. He's on it. He's taking all these awesome photos. Yeah. Um, from a YouTube car guy perspective, it's just unreal content. And they're just out there having a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done it. I think it's like the third one they've done. But um, when you, I guess when you do have time, who do you kind of like look up to in the YouTube world for car guys or just kind of oh I mean I, I look up a lot to uh, what the Hoonigans are doing yeah. you know I think they've been in the game for a long time and they figured it out so mm-hmm. uh, I see what they're doing and um and just apply it to what we're capable of doing. And then personally, I, I'm a huge fan of Larry Chen, right? And he's got a Hoonigan Autofocus YouTube channel now. And what he does is uh, he's a photographer and he does features on cars or he goes and shoots uh, uh, NASCAR or rally racing or drifting or whatever, drag racing or whatever it is. And he, he makes a YouTube video about him uh, photographing what okay. he's doing. So more of and an informational side of it too, like uh, the process and documenting. So giving a story to him. Yeah, 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 giving, yeah. giving a story and then given his story uh, and then showing his his photography work right. uh, in between there and uh, he's he's become a huge influence for me uh, in the last two years or so yeah. probably um, you know but then you go to the other side of it right um, and we were talking about Cletus he films everything on a GoPro GoPro <coughs> 7 GoPro 8 they don't put a mic on it nothing and he still creates amazing content right. uh, with a single camera view uh, on a GoPro you know uh, so that tells you that no matter what you do no matter how many cameras uh-huh. you have we, we talked about this a little earlier it's the story that you can tell right Right. so um, that's what I'm always trying to learn and what I'm learning currently is um, now with video you have to kind of find a story mm-hmm. in what you're doing and then yeah. you have to uh in a way produce people or, or get people to tell you what they're doing and why they're doing it gotcha. right so that's something that we're learning to do is, is how do we we know our story because we live it right. but how do we tell people our story yeah, ourselves yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah tell me about like four or five photos like the brand because mm-hmm. you there's more than just like you taking photos right it's like stickers and t-shirts and all the rest oh, of it. Like, is there anything else yeah. more to that? Or is it just like, that's just what you have and it's kind of like a side thing? Yeah, I mean, I wish I could do more. Right. Um, but um, that is not my time and place right okay. now. You know, uh, but um, yeah, it is, it is, um, uh, again, it's four or five photo. When I started it, I didn't know what to call it. Yeah. You know, uh, and then Asian's like, well, why don't you, uh, 
uh, and I think I said it jokingly. I'm like, what if, I, what if it's like 405 photo? And he's like, yeah, uh, use the logo, right? Because yeah. the 405 yeah. is his, yeah. right? Ah, okay. Uh, it's Farm Truck and Asians. They trademark Got that. You. So then I'm like, cool. So I'll just kind of, you yeah, know, uh, slash that. it and then use the photo. And again, it's one of the reasons why I've been able to grow as quickly yeah. as I have because of uh, the network that I've surrounded myself Got in. You. So, um, I was allowed to grow within their growth and we just helped each other along yeah. the way. Uh, so, um, and then from there, the, there's already a brand established, but now there's like a sub brand there that, mm-hmm. uh, now like, uh, you know, I've got three t-shirts, you know, I've got stickers, Love hat. you know, uh, yeah. Your hat? Yeah. Uh, the, the green hat you're talking yes. about. Yeah. So that's like, that's like a co, uh, that's a, uh, we're, uh, we're working with this dude in Texas, uh-huh. uh, and he had the hat and we're like, dude, like we can help, so, uh, market. Yeah. This, that, yeah. You know, because uh, yeah. I literally say Mexican as fuck all the time. It just says Mexican AF, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mexican <laughs> has and then stars, but it's just, yeah. you know, snapback green is, is brilliant. Yeah, but we saw it and then we're like, Asian's like, dude, you say that all the time. Like, yeah. we should sell those. He's like, you you should market those, you know. It's like, you know, we didn't think of the idea, but, but we will help you I make this that, idea of what it needs to be. So yeah. like, it takes, it. like I yeah. said, it takes someone like, you know, a special person that has that in them it's just like because anyone else of your size some people could have just taken it and not done anything with that guy mm-hmm. you know or changed it a little bit mm-hmm. and like had that idea mm-hmm. but he's just gone over and said no 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 we can like work with you on this yeah. and like help you elevate your yeah. income and your brand mm-hmm. or whatever it is and make you into something as well as if he su- succeeds we succeed right right so and also I think what stops a lot of people from doing what what like Asian did by seeing that opportunity and then taking advantage of the opportunity was that people uh immediately want to do the end goal and they don't realize that it starts with buying six hats mm-hmm. yeah and then selling those six hats and then buying 12 hats yeah and then sell well, it right it's it's in game it's a small so much different than you think it is yeah. by the time you get there yeah. that you could never it's like you're joking yourself by thinking you can plan for the end mm-hmm. game when you're just starting yeah you know that's but that, that's a frustrating thing to understand and accept it is it is it's not small than you yeah. you have to you have to because there, there's no other way to do it yeah. you just have to go to work every single day yeah you know, every single you gotta lay a brick. Hats, i was looking at like I think it's gone the Imperial Hat website the other day, and it was like you have to order a minimum of seventy-two hats, but you can order them in groups of twelve, and it comes at this price, and I'm like, that's like almost a thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could sell seventy-two hats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, there's other people obviously you can find that do them in small batches, but like your margins aren't as much, and you, mm-hmm. but you got to do it. You have to work at it. That it's way. it's what you have you know? to do to get um, your brand off the ground. And it might yeah. work and it might not, but you have to try. Yeah, you know, you're yeah, never gonna find out. You know, and we know that's um, Felipe and Chase started like that buying and flipping stuff yeah. and now they own two Lamborghinis and they're both twin turboed by Sheepy yeah. Race or whatever yeah. they're yeah. coming back soon which yeah. is ballistic I understand that it's a bit bonkers but I'm sure we'll have them on and share that story um, that's an interesting business to uh, to car guy mix there that's yeah, yeah. Um, but what's been something that like for you has just been like complete shock or just like took you took you back a little bit and I don't know is there anything that just stands out outside of just the, the amazing stuff but something that just like was a reaction that just didn't expect to happen or not bad but like I mean good things that happened that you just totally didn't expect uh, it's like from it. in a certain uh, situation or just yeah just anything yeah anything mm-hmm. really yeah um I'm sure there's been what, plenty of cool moments that have happened. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I mean, really, like, it's hard to pick a moment, but it's 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 easier to, to remember a feeling. Right. Um, and just the feeling of, 
how everyone's out there working, trying their hardest at what they think they need to do, but then everyone is human and they all go home and, and, and lay in a bed and then they wake up and then they yeah. and they do this amazing thing or what's something that's perceived as, but they go home and they, they you know, they have normal lives. They have normal yeah, lives. They have yeah. and, and to me, that's been one of the biggest, um, uh, you see, one of the biggest privileges is that I've gotten to see the human in a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, especially more and more people now. Um, and that's very exciting to me. I, I love um, uh, having another brain to right. uh, to explore, you know, and then seeing the human side of somebody, yeah. you know, um, that's very exciting for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Anything else on your mind? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to lose the, the point. I think that's pretty unique to you, and I could definitely um, relate to it is, man, opportunities. You don't quite always know what they're going to look at, like, right? You get, like what we were saying, you don't always know what's at the end of one, but you've got to jump out there and kind of take advantage of it. Yeah. And I think yours has been one, I'm sure, of a lot of uncertainty along the way. Oh, uh, you every obviously day. <laughs> had no idea what all this was going to work yeah. into. So I think it's a really cool story of like just faith in something. And mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of times you're it's the people that you're with it's, and not it, actually that's the, all it is it's, the people it, it's that surrounding you the yourself task. with yeah. those people uh, that only want to give and you give back mm-hmm. you know that, that's it and they do it unconditionally yeah. they, they do it because they, they 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 don't want anything in return and if you ask them they would burn everything down for you yeah because you know, yeah. they, they, they it's unconditional love and then having those people and continuing to have more and more of those people in your life is what's going to help you uh, take bigger risks uh, yeah. when these opportunities are presented that you're like, I can't do this by myself, mm-hmm. but with my people, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I can, you know, and then they yeah. tell you that they, that they know that you can. So yeah, sure. yeah, that's very important. Awesome. Well, we have what, one question to finish with, which is a three car garage, which we may have to extend it, but we're trying to figure nail this down. Three cars, one daily, one kind of oh God. one that's attainable, uh-huh. uh, supercar, whatever it is. This is what we've got to set the boundaries on. Yeah. This is what we get in trouble with is what's, what's attainable. One attainable one. Yeah. I mean, that's different for everybody we're uh-huh. going to have on, but what you view as attainable. Mm-hmm. I think what we said between that, like for me, it was like sub 200 grand or something yeah. like 250 or whatever whatever it was um and then yeah yeah, no and then one that's just like out of the doesn't matter how much it costs like Mm -hmm. so my mine were um and and these can be like you know they don't we haven't like said set certain parameters because mine was like my daily was Uh like a slam Novatech Rolls Royce race. It's <laughs> what Google it. Watch it. See a picture of it. It's sick. It's Matt Gray with orange interior. It's baller. He's a car guy. Daily. Uh, and then my insane one was Ferrari, Ferrari F12 TDF. Mm-hmm. I just love the look of it and the sound of it. And then my kind of like I don't know. My I don't know if the Wraith was daily or the other one would be just like a Superformance Cobra. Uh-huh. So those two were like this, the Superformance Cobra is definitely more attainable than the Wraith and the TDF. But those are my three. And I remember yours was like I change one all the time. I'm gonna keep changing it. <laughs> yeah. The only consistent thing I've got is, is it a daily supercharged. Yeah, daily is a uh, supercharged uh, five liter Coyote swap Raptor because I think Raptor is okay. the best truck. But the EcoBoost thing, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Down Man, that. You, you, those are ex- that's an expensive daily. Yeah. My dream daily would be like a 2019. Accord, right? Yeah. Like, give me something I could drive. 300,000 miles. <laughs> yeah, and that's my daily. I do so much driving every yeah. day. Uh, but that would be my daily. Yeah. <laughs> something boring as shit. And yeah. then my would, my so fun one. Would, would you go the electric route? I know we haven't spoken about that. Oh, much, man. But. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Are you on that or not? Uh, yeah. 
big yeah, enough. You like we're, that? We're, we're more. We, hopefully, we can f- flex that a little more coming up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more to come then. Yeah. 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 So maybe it's it's yeah. it's an idea that's out there. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, no, we we love um, you know like there's like the Tesla racing channel, right? Yeah. Uh, and dude, you're I, telling I love, me they're gonna get budgets for uh, electric car things. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm quit. I didn't say shit. Yeah. I didn't say shit. Yeah. No, but like a Tesla would be a great yeah. daily. Okay. You know? So yeah. daily on Honda Accord, you could drive anywhere. It's bulletproof. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever yeah. fits that mold. Okay. Yeah. Something that could that could drive everywhere. Uh, a fun weekend car for me. I've I'm Mexican dude, and I would love a fucking '62 Impala, <laughs> fucking dropped that. with fucking 13 yeah. inch, you know, rims and Have some curved feelers. You seen the Desoto that's in the shop with the 26s? No, I haven't been over there. Oh, uh, don't. Yeah. It's, it's a POS. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like cool. I would, I would love build. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah. but that would okay. be my cool, uh, you know, going to church car, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, yeah. since I was little, man, I, I've always loved the the, the GT40. Like, I, okay. yeah. oh man, I don't know what it is about that car. If you get to be in like the newer, like if you've been in like, I, 305. I've been around them, yeah, like in person and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that'd be my my unattainable. See, they, they cut my head off. The door closes right yeah. now. Oh, how tall are you? You're pretty tall. Six, five, six, okay. six. So I'm six two. So yeah, I think you I, might, I might I think, fit in there. Yeah, because Andy yeah. Daly, <laughs> Daly, Daly's Daly. I think he sold Andy. Yeah. yeah, Andy Nelson used Daly one. So he's uh, six two. Did yeah. he sell that? on a good day? I think he did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't He's getting a new one, right? I can't one, keep right? up with him, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, mate, it's been a pleasure. It's yeah, man. Awesome I, share some stories. Let me just say before we go, I won't get into a huge story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just recently, I don't know when this is going to be put out, but we just recently went to Barrett-Jackson, and, and we got um, a 1963 uh, wagon that belonged to, a uh, Nova wagon that belonged to Paul Walker. Yeah. So we, uh, we took this trip out there, and we brought the car back, and we want to start documenting what we're going to do with that car, right? It's going to be a, a, a long process, but we're going to get a lot of good people involved. Uh, Chuck Church with Church Boys Racing is going to yeah. be involved. And we just want to, we're learning how to um, show ourselves more through video. So mm-hmm. we're, we got the YouTube channel going, uh, and it's going to be just a mm-hmm. slow process there. Sure. But um, that's one of the, that's really the first project that we have that it's going to be, uh, that we're kind of putting out there. So yeah. I'm hoping, I'm, I was editing the video uh, of us going to get it today, and hopefully I'll have it done by tomorrow, and then right. we can put it on YouTube, and then we're just going to continue to gather ideas. Uh, so if you guys are mm-hmm. uh, out there uh, listening, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Farm Trick and Asia on YouTube okay yeah. and then all the other channels like get not all 12 but like mm-hmm. what so you are at well there, there's some that uh, uh, yeah so the main ones is uh, Farm Trick and Asian on Facebook you know of course mine full yeah. five photo uh, we got the um, uh, Asians uh, Dung Beetle on there we got the Farm Bird and we have a bunch of others Nitrous Farm and stuff like that shout out to the guys at Misfire uh, yeah Misfire Garage uh, the Dung Beetle hopefully will uh, come back here pretty soon yeah. I, I hear we might do like a, a, a dino hit nice. uh, pretty soon so that's going to be huge yeah. I can't wait to do that uh, but yeah those guys are amazing um, Sean and everybody over there they're, they're great clients, guys friends. Yeah. yeah okay awesome yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah man but we're awesome. really excited with that so um it feels special to have this car mm-hmm. so yeah. uh we're gonna see what we do with it and we're just, we're just gonna honor uh honor him in in whatever we do you know yeah because that's in the in the caption you guys posted it was about the story it yeah. was you know and that's because i was like oh what's the Nova? And i don't even remember that mm-hmm. part and i've seen like videos of his whole, mm-hmm. whole collection mm-hmm. uh but where you guys are going to go back and try to figure out what his intentions with the car were yeah. or why he had it i yeah. thought that was really awesome yeah. and i think that's going to be a really cool story that'll play out yeah yeah cool. man i think that you guys nailed it. i think 
think you know why you nailed it on that. Yeah, one. It, it, and like I said, it, we don't really know, but we it feels right. You know, it feels like we're doing everything for the right reasons. Yeah. So uh, that, that's pretty exciting. So that that'll be my sign off. Yeah. Well, like I said, appreciate you spending an hour with us, and I'm sure we can watch this hopefully on YouTube. We'll find it somewhere. I'll post yeah, the links yeah. below. That'd and, be awesome. Uh, yeah, it's the first time we're messing with videos. First time we're messing with videos. But yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, it's what we love to do. This is the whole reason we started this: is to yeah. interview, you know, people from all across the states and all different, you know, car guys, and can't, that's why we came up with the name "Random Car Guys" because everyone's mm. different. Our first three guests are like totally Quite different. random stories. Too. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. me and Heath, we all have random stories. So, I uh, really appreciate you spending the time. Uh, everyone listening, go follow Lou at four or five underscore photo, and go follow us at Random Car Guys. And we will see you next episode. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.